0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowlology Report, the World Cup Preview Edition. Damien Fleming here, and I'm joined as always by a man who made the greatest 123 against the Dutch cricket team in World Cup history, Bradley Hodge.
1: Yes, I'm here, Fleming. Thanks for having me. It's been a while, actually. It's been very um, long.
0: But quickly, before you move on, what about the 1-2-3 against the Netherlands, 2007? Where look, was it?
1: It was a quality knock. It was at yeah. the St. Kitts and Nevis. Yeah. Um, so it was a tiny ground, but there was a huge wind, and I hit all my sixes <laughs> into the wind that day. So, the, look, the thing was, it was a good, it was a good memory. Um, I, I was lucky enough to get a few games for Australia leading into or in this. So, who were
0: you getting? Not not against you, but was Andrew Simons injured? Who were you? Simons for? was injured. Ah, Watson okay.
1: was injured, but. To be fair, if you go back on um, my performances leading into that World Cup, I played against New Zealand, done really well. Yeah. Got a 99 at the MCG, not out. Should have stayed there and hit a four. I mean, what was I doing? You're thinking?
0: Victorian. Get your 100 at the MCG. I was just
1: trying to do the team thing. When I look back now, I should have said stuff to the team. I should have sat there, hit a boundary, got 100, said thanks for coming. But look, what I wanted to do was save it for the World Cup. <laughs> I knew the Dutch were going to be a real
0: force. That were full strength.
1: They were full strength. Um, I didn't actually think that I was going to get a bat this day, to be honest. I was listed at number five. There was, uh, you know, Gilchrist, (laughs) um, Gilchrist, Ponting, uh, and Hayden and Clark before me. I honestly didn't think that I'd going to get a bat. And I was actually in quite early. Um, three for
0: 116.
1: Yeah. So I was, I was just drifting off and managed to sneak in
0: there. And rescued us. You know, we're on track to be dismissed for 200. Well, Tim Deleed, he, he was running through oh. the Australians. And in the end, you were knocked over by your mate Boren. How, how, how'd you get out? <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: I actually can't even he, recall. He
0: went for 89 and went for six sixes and you hit seven. So yeah. I'm assuming you <laughs> took the young fella down.
1: Well, I mean, if you can see, if you go back on, have a look at the history. I think I only faced around eighty balls, so eighty-nine balls. Yes, yeah, so it's up there. So to reach my hundred was up there on. I think it's still one of the quickest in um, World Cup history. So I think Johnny Davison is up there as well. I just wanted to knock Johnny D
0: off. Well, I think Johnny happen. D might have broke the record yeah. in uh, 03 World Cup. Um, anyway, they're talking about yes.
1: this, the history of this innings. They're talking about. Against uh, all the classics, they're they're pinning it against the Gilchrist, you know, one hundred and fifty
0: later on in the tournament. Yeah, in a that's final. that's how good it was. Yes,
1: I can't believe the selectors have overlooked me again. Surely they saw these ten sixes.
0: World Cup innings of all time, all time. against the well, Netherlands.
1: Apparently, it's in there. Aravinda De Silva, you know, Gilchrist, Richards, Michael Hodge, Clark. Clark. They all yeah. are ponting. It's all mentioned in the same gist. Well, to give it tone, more so.
0: credence, too, Mr. Cricket comes in after you. He's batting yep. after you, Mr. Cricket. Yep. Out for two. I mean, so they are on fire, and you have. Yeah. Well, we would have got bowled all out. Look, that
1: could have dis- derailed us. Um, but <laughs> what can I say? It was a quality performance against a quality opposition. And I'm surprised they didn't go further than the Netherlands from what I
0: saw out in the middle. Um, they listened to the podcast. They do. They Dutch, don't worry about that. Hey, um now since yeah, it's been a couple of months since we've uh, done a biology report. A little bit of cricket news. The Vicks won the Sheffield Shield again, so it's a dynasty uh for the team formerly known as the Bush Rangers.
1: Yeah. Um well I mean what a quality performance as well. The Junction Oval. It's good that actually the game was at the Junction Oval and Home of Victorian cricket. I mean, super Peter Siddle. When there's a big game on, uh, Super Sid shows up and, and he dominated. Uh, Jimmy Paddo
0: up and about on fire. Whenever you got two superstars like that. Yeah, right? but you're trucking Boland and Tremaine. Mm. Holland is the spinner. I yeah. mean, that's almost a world-class attack.
1: World-class, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, i was surprised Chris Tremaine actually didn't get a game for Australia you know, in yeah. the past sort of 12 months with the performances that he's had. Uh but I guess other guys have just got promoted ahead He's of him. He's up here. there though. But um again, Trent Copeland, Channel Seven Zone, was there on show. But uh I watched a bit of it, it swung. And um yeah, you know, our guys are actually quite good. Marcus Harris again in the final Oof. was dominant. So the Vicks marching on, coached beautifully by Andrew McDonald. Uh and uh you know, Jump was on the show. Yeah, the torch, um so for the
0: Renegades coach, yeah. Tremaine and co who played for the Renegades, it was a massive summer because they won the one-day series. Renegades but, won the BBL and, and yeah. the Vicks winning the Shield.
1: I mean, I can't, uh, can't uh, understate how good a performance it's been for, for Andrew McDonald. I mean, I know he's my good friend, but to coach a BBL side, which is tough um, to a tournament, also... You know, Fifty over cricket, yeah, and then the the four day cricket. Amazing and great performance, and uh you know I'm really proud that actually uh, a Victorian team won you know, the BBL. Whether it was stars or renegades, it didn't really matter. as It a was Victorian. time.
0: You're you quite Duff happy. Whitlam, it was time. Yeah, wasn't it?
1: It was definitely time, and then uh, and to back that up with. Uh, you know, the shield stain in Victoria, I think, was a tremendous effort and great performances by the players. Well,
0: talking about massive crowds at um, the Junction Oval, a similar crowd for the IPL final, um, the two yeah. powerhouses, Chennai <laughs> Super Kings, Mumbai Indians, what a finish. What a uh, one run win for Mumbai, and it was Slinger Malinga. Yeah, he got hit around a bit in that that game, but um he got him home in the end.
1: Well, his performances have been up and down. Um, he's had some really good performances and some and seen some blown outs in time to time. But I think one of the things which you can just guarantee on is is um, experience in that position, and <laughs> you know, I mean given that the, his highest level performances, if he had 12 to defend back in the heyday, he would have done it with eight <laughs> runs to spare. Um, so to get it down to that last ball is actually a pretty good effort. And and the delivery of that slow ball, once you saw it come oh. out of the hand, you knew the batter was in trouble. But um, Shane Watson, great performance, yeah. again in an IPL final, 100 last year, and again 80 this year. Uh, well done. And
0: bleeding, he was in pain and everything, what so. Oh,
1: well... Oh. Ten years ago, he would have been marched off to the hospital with a, a savage cut like that to his knee, wrapped up in cotton wool by the Australian physiotherapist
0: and doctors. No, not 2019 He's marched edition. on.
1: Good on him, Shane Watson. Well done.
0: Okay, another big cricket news. Uh, what happened to your old team? East Sandringham. Did they win the Premiership?
1: They did, actually. And um, it was amazing. Did so they missed you? Well, that was the point. So I actually... Um, was doing an IPL match, and halfway during the IPL <laughs> match, I went and um, you know, saw the East Sandy boys at a factory in uh, Moorabbin, and they'd had about 5,000 beers, which is great. Is this before the game? No, this is after, ah, thing, after the yeah, game. Uh, so they were, they were riding celebration, mode, And Lukey Dallas, uh, a legend in East Sandy, he's won about eight flags. And he was good enough to point out to me, um, which was great. He said, It's amazing what's happened with your career, Hodgie. he goes, East Sandy have let you go and we won a premiership. Oh. He goes, Adelaide strikers let you go and they won a premiership next year and I said, Oh, thanks, buddy, I'm glad I actually showed up and you're making few really So you
0: could so. potentially get recruited yes. by teams. In the hope to win it the next the year after the second. So the other like one was it. the
1: Renegades. So I played for the Renegades, got injured, didn't play <laughs> the following year to win the title. So if anyone's got a strategic two-year plan, anyone out there, hire my services for the first year. You'll go completely shithouse, but the next year you win nah, in the title. Guarantee, Mate, that's strategic management 101. Can you, you do that
0: to the Melbourne Football Club?
1: Possibly, I can find <laughs> a forward pocket. Yep, um, I can run around like Jeffy Gallant at the moment. Not touch the footy, um, and then next year you win the title. Why not? Boom,
0: Simon Goodwin. We'll get on to him. We'll get on to him. Hey, um, we talk about um, you, you coached the last few years, IPL, CPL, and 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 such. Um, you know, it's a bit harder in T20 cricket to, to, to build the culture and, mm. and do a lot of stuff. But the Aussies, Justin Langer took the opportunity to go to Gallipoli. Yeah. Um, we were lucky enough to go 2001. I think it was the one day squad. You know, Justin Langer was part of the test squad yep. and go over there and, and it was, you know, sheer amazing. I think it was Lieutenant General Peter Cosgrove and Steve Waugh got together mm. and we flew over because a lot of what you know about Gallipoli and being there is yep. probably the, the movie. Yeah, so it's one of the great uh, movies of all time. So did
1: you get the full treatment? Did you fly over in the cargo hold or your business class all the way
0: over there? Uh, no, it was business yeah, class. Yeah, I thought so. so. And then there I knew, but there's different business classes and there's right. different money. I remember we got to the, the airport to go to, and, and I'm saving up my money. Because DVDs were the big oh, yes. thing at the time, portable DVD. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know, oh, can I buy one? Can I afford <laughs> it? And oh, okay, I paid it. And I felt yeah. a bit guilty, you know, yeah. because not on a lot of cash. Well, four or five hundred bucks back. Then? Oh no, 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 fifteen hundred. Oh, really? No, no, because they were new. Oh. They were expensive. It might have been a couple of grand. So I'm going, oh, do what am I gonna buy this? And I remember Shane Warne. Warney come in late going, oh, 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 I forgot my DVD uh, uh, player. Yes. Um, mate, which one? Which one's the best one? Mostly, uh, He bought one that was about four yeah. grand like that. He goes, I'm oh, bloody stupid. I've got about six at home. <laughs> so there was different ways. And yeah. I end up rooming with uh, Warney uh, for that Gallipoli trip. but. Um, you know, you go to Anzac Cove, and I think the thing that hits you straight away is just where they land, mm. um, and how steep it is to get up. Look, it was the worst place possible. It's just brutal. And then our guides, um, you know, Turkish guide and Australian guide, their their grandfathers fought in that war, so that that made it really personal. Yeah. But they were saying things like, you know, the trenches. I couldn't believe how close they were. You know, the the Turkish ones to the Australian ones. But they said they'd have breaks. Yeah. And they'd actually throw food to each other yeah but then when when it when the firing you know continued they're obviously um going right for each other so but I think you know we were asked to reflect on it you know and a lot of the boys you know describing you know the sacrifice that Mm. the diggers did on our behalf and you know um you know the culture you know a lot of our culture of Australians were were born out of that that battle but you know I, I don't think it's a you know, a bad thing for a team to do at the start of a tournament.
1: Those experiences, I reckon, are a process for a sportsman and, and beautiful for, you know, for us to be able to see that insights and get, you know, sort of first knowledge insights as well. We get a little bit more special treatment as well being an Australian cricket side. Yeah. So you get a little bit more access than the normal punter. Um, I'm loving what uh, Justin Langer and Aaron Finch are doing with this Australian cricket side, particularly having some hardship through the last summer. Um, They've gone to India, performed extremely well. Um, I'm loving uh, Finch's style of leadership at the moment, the way he's carrying himself in the media as well. Justin Langer seems to be working beautifully with him. Um, You know, Steve Smith and, and David Warner have filtered back in. And uh and this experience will certainly help them get back on track and, and understand what it is to represent your country. We know JL's big on that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um you know, he loves the bag of green, he's 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 played under Steve Waugh, who he absolutely adored, so yeah. he knows what it means to represent your country. And I think this is a real good point to go through these places and remember all these players are highly paid. Yep. So to get them back grounded before they go and represent their country, I think, is a really good technique. As a
0: collective force. Yeah. Going so, there. Um, talking about um, great Australians, um, you know, Bobby Hawke passed away. You know, one of our great PMs. You know, yes. He did so much in the financial sector. Um, you know, Medicare yep. you know, did a lot for sexual uh, discrimination in mm. the workplace. Uh, but he loved his sport. Loved his sport. Um, you know, remember when we won the America's Cup, you know, anyone who sacks their workers for not turning up is a bum yep. today. But um cricket wise, you know, he was a keen cricketer, wicket keeper mm. in, in Perth, great cricket, uh never got first class status. He was twelfth man three times for Oxford <laughs> over there in England. Okay. But he brought back the Prime Minister's eleven, like it Bob is. Menzies created that I think in the in the forties yep. or fifties. You know, it went missing for 20 Mm. years and and he brought back a a game that it's probably lost a bit of profile now. But I remember when it first started, it was almost like if you hadn't played for Australia before and you got picked in the Prime Minister 11, you Mm. knew you were in the selector's thoughts.
1: Yeah, it was almost like a bit of an Australia A type uh, endorsement, wasn't it? And you you knew that if you were close in that, you were really, really happy. Uh, I remember, Yeah, I mean, one of the greatest things I remember about Bob Hawke and his cricket was that he wasn't great on the short ball. No. Nah. Um struggled with the short pitch. He wasn't Just, the uh, wasn't Ian Chappell like. Did um, you see the technique? Yeah, he sort of come from under up. <laughs> well, what I liked about it was he was trying to maximise. He wasn't going. He wasn't rolling the wrist and going for four. He's going. I'm going to try and pull this for six. <laughs> so I'm loving that. Uh, unfortunately, wore it in the face and you know got some glass and missed his goggles up, but. Sure, Specsavers would have uh, covered it for the. Great- did you play the yeah. Prime Minister's lemon? I did actually. Yeah. yeah I, so who
0: was the PM PMs when you were playing?
1: Uh, I think it was Johnny Howard actually. Yes, A long time Loved ago. Loved his cricket. Um, look, I, I can't remember. There was a couple of times, but uh, for me, it was more about the cricket. I, I was, like you said, I was there to try and impress. You know, I didn't yeah. really get carried away with the. You know the the antics of what was going on around the ground. I was actually there purely to perform, um, because I was on show. Yeah, and that's how important it was. Now it's a little bit where you give the youngsters an opportunity. Well, um, it's all young, isn't yeah, it? Really? Because
0: so. AB used to captain it every time. So yes. I, I played one under Bob Hawke, and Bob was he was in. He 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 knew what you'd been doing. I reckon he had a bit to do with the selectors mm. as well. There, like I, I just meant. I think Joe Scuduri played one, he, he just got six for six in a shield game. Right. You know, and Bobby knew that and yeah. But just to be played under A B, like I remember going in and just grabbing his Duncan fernley <laughs> at that time you just looked at looked at all the thousand and runs that were in it. Yeah. But did just, he let you touch it? Was he a type of batter that was Oh no, happy? no, he was outside no, no. Yeah. No, I snuck in and I was oh, too scared. <laughs> Because there's certain
1: batters which they hate you touching their gear and their grip and all that. It's it's really
0: weird. I reckon it's, Mr. Cricket would be like that.
1: Yeah, Mark I'm not, not sure. Because I mean, did he was, used to weigh his Yeah, bad. he, he used to, to have be... his own scales and he's pretty pedantic about the weight and, and all that sort of thing. But I think he was pretty giving in terms of you have a look at this and see what you think. But there are certain batters mm. which don't like people touching. I'm pretty sure that... There'd be some that if A B knew you touch. he goes, mate, you only average 12, average 50, don't touch it, you'll rub off on
0: my good stuff. You know who you don't give a new bat to? An ex-cricketer, an ex-teammate of ours? Mervyn Hughes. (laughs) Because Merv used to have this new one for the and and it was the same he did it for the same every time someone debuted and we knew the routine, he'd grab it, goes, give us a look at your bat, mate, like this. And, he'd, and he'd, he'd play about two shots and then just let it go, right? <laughs> and we all knew what was going. He'd go, mate, the grip's a bit bored. <laughs> and you see the horror of these batsmen's on debut yeah. seeing they're, maybe their only bat just get flown around. But yeah. big Mervyn Hughes, a really? legend like Bobby Hawke.
1: I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up the day is a bum.
0: <laughs> another legend, Shafid Afridi has re- released a book game changer and yep. he actually revealed his real age. Yep. So basically he, he's been saying <laughs> it was in Crick info 1980. Yeah. Guess what it was 1975. Yeah,
1: well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> he I'm I'm actually he was he was actually 32 I reckon for 6 years. And um, I mean, it's amazing. I've spoken to a few people around the world, and they go, "I actually played under nineteens against Shahid Afridi." And how I'm retired six years ago? <laughs> how can I still be playing? Um, interesting book. You've probably read it and digested it a lot more than I slid, have. He
0: has a crack.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Um, so but- I, I just saw his tweet. You know, game changer. The book is making waves. Uh, don't go for all the media hype. I think you want media hype, don't you? have Re- thought with so. With your book. Appreciate what my um, ghostwriter and I have done. Please read the book. Uh, if I've been tough on someone, I've given them credit where it's due. Hashtag truth first. Hashtag hope not out. What does that mean? <laughs> I've
1: no I don't idea. know what that last hashtag means. I have no idea. That's a cryptic. But that's one. his,
0: like he's banning. I'd assume that his tweets would be um, mysterious as well. Don't know. It's a, yeah. Uh, if that's a mystery
1: to me, that one. Um, it's probably worth a read, actually. Yeah. Um, definitely. I'll
0: try and get a hold of it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll dissect it. And if Bololinger report's still going in five years' time, I'll do a retro book review yeah, of it Yeah, maybe. Hey, you talk about the leadership of Aaron Finch and co. One thing I'm, I'm not happy with Aaron Finch, and he was quoted, and Glenn Maxwell backed him up, Mm. that their assistant coach, Ricky Ponting, is there helping out the the team. Yes. But he said his teammates are like eight-year-old Justin Bieber fans around Rick. Right. How's that good for the culture of the team?
1: I wouldn't put any eight-year-olds around
0: uh, any sort of male of note, but anyway, um, not good. But not Ricky. But, like, what are you doing? He's trying to help you with the cover drive, and, and you're getting an autograph and a selfie with him, and you're screaming. That's I know, what look, Bieber fans do. I
1: know exactly what's happened is that Ponting showed up with a big smile on his face, and I know why. He's getting paid a million bucks to yeah. do so. I'd have a big smile on my face as well to roll up there and throw some balls to Aaron Finch and these guys. Well, he
0: deserves a Bieber-like contract. Exactly. Yes.
1: I, I think so. I think that, look, one of the things which Ponting and Bieber don't have in common no. is social media. No. Now, if this is something which Aaron Finch can do and just say, listen, runner." If you can move into this space, you will be Justin Bieber status, and he can do
0: so. He's yep. good enough to do so. We know that, um, but he, he doesn't. He doesn't need it. He doesn't want it. I mean, he's not that clued on. I remember he only got a. I remember he got a computer in the late nineties, and we were touring Pakistan or somewhere. Yeah. And the only reason he wanted it was to listen to the, the Greyhounds. <laughs> listen to the Greyhounds. <laughs> he's got no interest in. None
1: at all. all. He hasn't. But what he has got an interest in is the Australian cricket team. And the good news is, is they're excited to have him around. And I mean, wealth and knowledge around World Cups is important. And I'm glad that Australian cricket, every other coach in Australia is actually getting punished for it. But they've got someone in who they desperately want. They need him, especially this time. And if if it costs them whatever, the but you no, have him there. Him, there, there. him there. Get him there. Get him there. So the players love him. He's a people person, and and you know he's in the dressing room can only. And help. I know
0: Rick is not a Bieber fan. He was more a Psy Gangnam style was sort he? of guy. Yeah, he? No, he, he liked Psy. Okay. 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 Now, what about the World Cup? Um, the format. It's uh, obviously you have in England. It's ten teams. They play each other once and get into the finals. Two new Kookaburra balls. So that's significant as well. Mm. Flat pitches, small grounds, fast outfields. I believe it's going to be a run fest.
1: It's going to look that way, isn't it? From you know what we've seen the warm-up games, uh, there's plenty of runs going on. Uh, look, when the sun's out over there in England and that white ball does nothing, uh, it's, Trouble. it's an absolute run fest. So, I mean, they've got – one of the things which is significant to England is the amount of pitches or strips they have on the square – So as soon as you hit that square, the ball just absolutely runs away. There's value for shots, similar to that in India, and uh, it's going to be high scoring. I'd say 300 is going to be par Par. on most
0: days. That's scary for the bowlers, isn't it? And just even the, you know, one Kookaburra ball in the old days was gold because you've got to be a reverse swing because it was getting belled around and it got soft. But with two um, new cookers, it'll soften to a degree, but um, it's not. Not going to be going reverse too much unless sort of they really. I feel that's dry an, an art we
1: need to actually bring back into the game. Oh, I really enjoyed the fact that you know, especially with the depth of batting these days, is that I want to try and explore power hitting. We know that everyone's increased yeah in their power hitting abilities, but I want to see what they can do actually when you know, it's against in the it's not in their favour. So. I mean, I'd like to see one ball get into the competition again, but it's there. So, you know, we see scores like 300 and 350, and that'll continue on,
0: but. Well, 400, 480. Yeah. It's insane. Will we see 500 at this World Cup? And I reckon if England. Yeah. All get going. I mean, we're going to go through the teams in a minute. That's a possibility. A 500 in a World Cup game. It's a
1: possible. It's a possibility for sure. There's no doubt. Them or even, you know, West Indies, if they get going.
0: Anything is possible. Uh, uh, Now, what about our favourite World Cup moments? It's the 12th edition of it, um, you know, just about every... World Cup has numerous highlights. What about your favourite highlight of all time?
1: Well, I sort of went against the trend of picking an Australian favourite because we've been so successful so many times. But I went for Wazzy Mac in 1992 to, oh, dis- yeah. to dismiss that. And I knew you'd love this being a oh, fast yeah. bowler. And we were just talking about reverse swing bowling. Well, <laughs> this is it. This is the game changer in the middle. And Wazzy MacRam comes in and delivers to, to Alan Lamb, Lam, yeah. who's batting pretty well. Comes around the wicket, angles the ball in and shapes it away, and it just sent a roller coaster through the England lineup. So, you know, he delivers the ball, knocks over Alan Lamb, comes in the next ball, and, you know, knocks over um, Chris, Lewis. Chris Lewis, who did not have a clue. And I was at the MCG this day, and, and this is why it was special to me, because it was my first. You know, experience of a World Cup being a youngster, that massive crowd at the game. I was look, I was I was at the top of the northern stand. I <laughs> think I could hardly see the game um, right up the top, and it's weird because I was actually just a cricket supporter, so I wasn't yeah. there supporting any team. But I loved Wasim Makram. yeah, um, and I loved uh, just fast bowling. When I grew up, I wanted to be Dennis Lilly, but I was only going to be five foot six. Um, so Wasim Makram was another guy who I loved. Uh, Imram Khan as well. And when I saw him take these Thought wickets, like tigers, yeah, I mean, I just loved fast bowling. I keep Javid was also there on fire. Rolled outies. So when he took these wickets, I sort of jumped up in in <laughs> uh, in surprise, and all of a sudden I felt this whack on the back of my head, and I turned around, and there's there's this um, guy dressed in full English oh. kit, and he had his face painted, his head shaved. And he's absolutely screaming at me because I'd gone nuts because Wazzy Macram had taken these wickets. Uh, And luckily there was a nice lady next to me that explained to me that, look, he's Australian. He doesn't support any side. He's just a cricket lover. And it just sort of calmed down. So it was a bit of – but what I – Forget that from... It was Derek Pringle, was no, it? No, <laughs> it wasn't Derek Jeez. Pringle. Um, but what I want to talk about is how good that was for a moment in World Cup
0: because yep. the game well, was... Well, it just
1: changed. game was on the line and then two balls, the
0: game changed over. dramatically. Neil Fairbrother was batting really well at the other end, him and Lamb. Yep. But one goes that far in. Yes. And I don't know if Alan Lamb goes, watch out for the in-swinger. And Lewis is watching for the end swing and that goes out and just there's no doubt. off bar.
1: Look, there's no doubt, that's exactly what would have happened. They would have talked about it and was in background to his credit,
0: had the skill to execute and uh and bang. Great right. moment. My moment. It's a little bit um I'm gonna embellish myself a little oh. bit here. The nineteen ninety-nine World Cup. And my favourite moment was when Sir Klain Mushtak bowled to Darren Lehman. He punches the ball to cover. Look at us up in the pavilion there, celebrating already, but for, for Uncle Buff. Um, to hit those runs. Yeah, Steve war has got the trophy up there. But to give a little bit, I don't know if you saw that, that balcony done shot. I'm
1: looking there. Are you front and centre.
0: Right front and centre. I was happy to be an underrated performer, you know, and just go about my business. Didn't like too much of a profile while I was playing, but I, I knew this was my moment. So as soon as we bowled him out for a small toad in mm. Pakistan, you know what I did? Wherever Wardy went. Yeah, you I were was there. right next to him. So when he sat in the balcony, I made sure I positioned myself in there because we know where the camera's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be Shane Warne, isn't What's it?
1: We're just going on that. You're, you're actually following the ball. Everyone else is still s- celebrating towards the yeah. camera. So you've actually you've got yourself in the right
0: position, but you miss your opportunity. I've just had a stinker. Yeah. So when the photo gets done, Warne is up, punter's next to me, right. he's up, and then I'm just looking that way. And then when I went for the high fives, they've already done it. So I just... So
1: did you want the limelight because of because of It just showed I
0: hadn't today? had the limelight because I didn't know what to do.
1: Well, was it because you were a bit sheepish about the semi-final experience or you're taking that on yourself to be how good you were? I just felt were? like
0: I, did the, I got the job done. It's yes. up to you guys now. Is yeah, that right?
1: Yeah, I reckon. No nah, doubt.
0: Nah, we, we scraped through. Did, hey, you, did now, you
1: tell Steve that he just should have
0: given it to you because you're the reason why well, they actually should have won?
1: Well, why not? Why not?
0: I could have done that in 96 as well.
1: They could have.
0: Um, we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, what about the Aussies, the Australian cricket team? What do you, do you like there? I've got a little bit of trivia. Obviously, the Aussies have won it five times, 87, 1999, 03, 07, 2015. What about March 18, 2011? They lost uh, their first game in 34 matches in World Cup. So they dominated. Wow. So from late in 1999 they yep. went through 03 undefeated yep. went through 07 when you're on it undefeated yep. um so that was amazing and Glenn McGrath has taken the most wickets in World Cup at 72 but why can the skipper Aaron Finch be holding up the trophy at the end why
1: can he I think he, he could possibly well be holding it up I think there's there's not too many things which you can't like about this Australian mm. lineup uh, there's probably one downside for me is that uh, Dry Richardson is not there. I would have liked to see him in that squad and push for maybe taking that new ball and see if there's some swing early. Um, I'd love to see how Mitchell Stark's going. He looks to be flying. Yeah. But to me, everyone looks in great touch. The form of the batting unit looks really, really good. Aaron Finch found some much-wanted form. Uh, Davey Warner had a great IPL. Steve Smith's come back into the fray with some good touch. Usman Khawaja, even though he got a hit on the head yesterday and yeah, yeah, yeah. went to hospital, in great touch. Uh, Glenn Maxwell looks to be in uh, great space. And, and I think Ricky Ponting will certainly help him as well because they had a good relationship in the yeah, IPL definitely. together. Uh, Marcus Stoynis, yeah, I'm not sure what he's going to bring. Um, be a 50-50, I think, but he's in good touch. So batting down the order, we need to see some power hitting from him. Adam Zampa and Nathan Lyon, I think, are going to be critical. Uh, they're two gun spinners. And then the Quicks, I think it's just a fantastic yep. lineup that they're going to have. And if you're an opposition looking at that side, there's match winners all the way across that lineup and there's no real flaws in their artillery. I think it's
0: well balanced, isn't it? Mm. Um, just going back to the batting, um, Warner batted at number three last night. Are, yep. you, are you happy with that, that the top three will be Finch, Kawaja, um, and then Warner at three?
1: Look, I think it might be a message, to David, that, look, it's not all about you and you have to fit into what the team's worked and, and actually the team gained success with you out of it, and Usman filled your void and did pretty well. I'd love to see Warner at the top, actually. I think the relationship between Finch and Warner has actually been outstanding. Yeah. And, you know, they've won many times and they actually, you know, opened the batting in a World Cup final last time. Uh, Finch's record for centuries with David Warner is actually outstanding. But having said that, though, I think uh, Usman Khawaja's has actually done his job. His and average 50 opening.
0: He seized an opportunity,
1: and you can't take that away from him. So I, I like this method, It's actually. sort of
0: hard. It's three going into two, isn't it? Because when they've batted three, these um, mm. this trio, they haven't really got going. I mean, Finch has never batted there. Usman, only a couple. Um Dave Warner's bat at number three, but only averaged in the 20s. Yeah. The guys that have got runs at number three are actually Sean Marsh and Stephen yeah, Smith.
1: Well, I was going to mention that person, uh, Sean Marsh, probably going to be the unlucky one,
0: but he's actually the one which sort of bound this one-day unit together. So well, he can, play, he can bat anywhere. So yeah. do, does, does Stoinis potentially miss out at times? So that's a genuine all-rounder, um, and, and you go with Marsh to deepen your batting. And, and Maxwell picks up some overs.
1: No, I don't think so. I think with, uh, with Warner and, and, and Smith back in the side, you've got a lot of credibility knowing that they're not going to get out early too many times. You know, they're, they're true professionals in the sense that, yeah, they're, they're like Michael Clark or Damien Martin. When they walk to the crease, they, you know, you're going to average Gold. 40 or 50. Um, and then you're going to let, that's going to allow Stoyness and Maxwell to free up and do their roles uh, particularly well. So, I don't think you need... For me, Sean Marsh, Steve Smith are similar players. So you gotta, you got to pick one. Yeah. Um, they're accumulators. They'll get you 100 when they're on show, um, but they won't steal the show away from you early. Uh, so I don't think both of them can be in the side. I think it's a real toss-up um, between, you know, Smith, Warner and and Marsh for that role, and it looks like they're going with Smith and Warner.
0: Yep, definitely. I'd do that. What... Um and, and what about Alex Carey at seven? So I thought, you know, opening up over the summer didn't work, but there were no. some signs that he could, could play that role at seven strike rate in the high eighties. And then if someone like Nathan coulter knoll plays, mm. he's, he, there's a power hitter there at eight too. Well, again, it's a
1: trade off, isn't it? That, uh, you know, where does Carey fit into that role? If they, can he play that role that Stornis plays? No, he can't because Stornis can offer you some overs as well, which is going to be important if people are traveling for three, 350 a match. So I really love Alex Carey's work, um, in India and in the way he was able to contribute, you know, 40 off 20 balls, 30 off you That's know, 20 balls. I think he played his role and played it pretty well. And the good news is for him is that Justin obviously gave him some clarity around that role. Mate, this is the role we're going to see you playing yeah. uh, in England. So embrace it. Take it on. We've got too many good top-order players at hand, and you can make this space your own. Um, similar to what they probably should have done with Matthew Wade, I think. Yeah. No need to go to the top, mate. We've got that many good top-order players in Australia. But that's a tough role, seven, isn't it? It is a tough role, and it takes time to actually learn that role and manage and work out, okay, you're going to sit there for the best part of 42 overs, and you're going to watch people pound it all around the park, and then you go in. And the the problem is you have to take self-ego out of it because you know you're good enough to actually go in there and get a 100, but you're not given that opportunity. You've got to be happy and successful With the 30 not out of 15 balls. I think everything
0: we've seen from Alex Carey, he'll fit into that comfortably. He seems a good leadership, outstanding team player. Yep. Um, Not so many dot balls, find the boundary. No. Uh, Who's your MVP for the Aussies? Well, I haven't gone for an MVP, which
1: is the the most valuable player. I've gone for a most important player. So for me, I've sort of gone two ways. I've gone, A, Aaron Finch um only because his form recently has been so good and, he, and we know his personality as a captain's great yeah and if he can mix that personality with his batting performances that'll go a it's long a way to winning the world cup the other one was adam zampa and i think that if he can actually find wickets for australia in that middle period or if not early on um like a- in the first ten overs. In the first ten overs. Ooh, so I look, like it. traditionally he's a bit more of a holding bowler, isn't he? Where he's happy to get out there and uh, and and be happy with. He looks like he's got more tricks. Five and
0: what I saw in those India and Pakistan series, and I think that's the
1: the courage in which Aaron Finch has given him. I didn't think that under Steve Smith's leadership and that prior to him, he got the best out of Adam Zampa. I think Aaron Finch has. Yep. And uh, Finchie looks to be able to bring him in in parts of the
0: game where it's right, and he's getting wickets. So they're my most important player. I can't see a team winning this uh, with the Kookaburra ball not swinging as much as the Duke. I can't see a team winning it without um, competent wicket taking spinners.
1: Correct. So that's why I've gone the most important player. Well,
0: I've gone Patrick Cummins. Yep, fair enough. I I just think uh, really enforce it to the team. He's taking close to two wickets a game and he's got that flexibility to bowl at at the three stages and and get wickets. No doubt. Um, What about um, segment? What about to close out the last over? They need 14 to win. Who's got the ball? For me right now,
1: Patrick Cummings. Okay.
0: Yes, and I only say that because I haven't seen...
1: Enough of Stark in recent times to say that he's your closer. Uh I just want to see him work into his work a little bit more before that. But for right, right now, I'm with you the Gillette Super Edge precision man uh Patrick Cummins. Patrick Cummins. I'd give him that role. If he's got eight to defend, he's
0: he's Yeah, got and it. I think the closing Four overs are going to be really important. Mm. You don't want to be going for 50 and 60. You know, anything under 40 is a win. What about the finisher? 20 runs to win off the last over. Who gets us home? Glenn Maxwell. Yes. No doubt.
1: Uh, I don't think there's any other person in that side that can do it. So uh, I think he'll have a ripping tournament, Glenn Maxwell.
0: Yep, I'm with you there. What about the social media self-promoter nominee from the Australian team? Who's going to be most active in this World Cup?
1: Uh, I've gone for Mitchell Stark. Okay. Yes. So I think the re- and I'll, I'll go through the reasoning. Yes. I think he's under pressure from his wife. Oh. She's been super active and pretty good on social media. and she's- So he
0: needs to lift his game to get to? Correct. This is-
1: she's the number one in the house in ah. performance and social media. So I'm expecting a big World Cup from Mitchell will Stark. Will
0: he go just total personal stuff or will, will some sponsors be mentioned as There'll well? There'll definitely be some sponsors <laughs> for sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting big things from Mitchell Stark. Okay, where can the Aussies finish?
1: I think first. Yeah, you know, I really believe that uh, they're going to make the top four. Yeah, I've there's, got a, at least Sammy's. There's no doubt. And as soon as it gets into that 50-50 game, I think Australia have just got
0: history. And they've got the match winners that can actually do it. Yep, I'm happy with that. What about England? They're at home. They're the the, the favourites with the bookies. A uh, bit of World Cup trivia. They've never won it, the Poms, but mm. they've been runner-up three times. Talk about unlucky. What about England's legend, Graham Gucci? What a good man Gucci is. He's the only player to represent his nation in three different World Cup finals, and he lost them all.
1: Well, I mean, maybe they should have taken... They should have looked at East Sandringham's history <laughs> and maybe gone, Graham, look, thanks, but we didn't win it last time with you, so step aside now. And you know, maybe they should have taken that role. Well, We've... they did
0: that in 83. Uh, I don't yep. know why he wasn't there. Maybe he was on the Rebel Court tour. Now, why does. Imagine
1: thinking of Graham Gooch in this modern era. He wouldn't even get a
0: game, wouldn't even be close to consider. Hey, he sold some handy <laughs>
1: medium paces, but mate, striking a... at 28 runs. Well, I think for the he balls. opened the
0: batting. With Jeff Boycott in the 1979 oh final. Actually, Mike Brearley might have. So that was The three would... of the
1: slowest players ever to play one-day cricket. My now,
0: why does Owen Morgan hold up the trophy at the end of this World Cup for England?
1: Well, again, similar to the Aussies, they're just jam-packed full of uh, superstars. And A, he's got two very good spin bowlers in Aldir Rashid and um, Moen Ali. So that's going to go... 's got also got uh Jofra Archer who now comes into the lineup he's actually also so he's got a pretty good bowling lineup yep but
0: he's also got a batting
1: lineup which rolls all the way down to 10
0: so unprecedented no. in one day cricket. There's just this a England firepower
1: unbelievable firepower all the way down I mean Adil Rashid at number, listed at number 10 Um, played for Adelaide strikers and peeled off some amazing, you know, 40 off 20 balls. Uh, this guy could bat in (laughs) any county championship top four and, you know, finish with a thousand runs if he really wanted to. Uh, they are certainly on a road to success and it's going to be a real fight. Uh,
0: for them not to lift this title. So the positive sides, we'll get to why they don't in a minute too. Since the 2015 World Cup, they've scored over 340 times. Mm. Not I, six. Yes. 40. Jason Roy and Johnny Bairstow up at the top, they've um, they've seven times have made 100 run partnerships together. But you know they're going at is 7.12 <laughs> runs per over.
1: Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, almost unstoppable. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're going to have to be dismantled. And and look, uh, if you don't get if you don't get early wickets in this
0: England lineup, you're in deep, deep trouble. So um, you get them out, and Joe Root comes in. He averages fifty nine yep. with a healthy strike rate. Mm. And but the man, Jos Butler. He's taken A.B. DeVille's style batting mm. and supersized it, hasn't he? Unbelievable. His partnerships with Owen Morgan, when they bat together, and they've been making a lot of runs, 8.48 and over.
1: <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's mind-boggling, and it's it, it's,
1: it's going to be a nightmare for opposition to try and dissect, dissect how they actually stop this England power batting unit. And uh, I guess one good thing is that Alex Hales is also a power hitter, has been – Dislodged by his own. He's removed himself, really, hasn't he? And um, if he was still there, sitting on the bench, I mean, he's firepower as well. So uh, he's probably not going to be, wasn't going to be needed. But um, for me, it's a, it's a phenomenal batting lineup, and they can, they can go with any combination. It doesn't matter, and they
0: can keep. What they do is they keep going because, Mm. and I haven't mentioned Stokes, Stokes. Alley, and Wokes. Yep. So they all go at about a run a ball mm. at least. Yeah, uh, and totally agreed. Adil Rashid, um, it's taking two wickets a game. Yes, his run rate um, per over is quite high, mm. but generally England are scoring a lot of runs. Yeah, you talk to the Australian players that played against him last year, and um, if if you if you set against him and he comes on, you feel quite comfortable. Yeah, when you've got to start against him, you know he bowls into the pitch really quickly. Mm couple of different wrongins, the the top spinner. So along with Jofra Archer, I, I think they've got two guys who might be right up there in the most wickets in this tournament.
1: For sure. It'd be t- look, the only questions they've got is that how they're actually going to – who's going to actually take the first, you know, roles in this bowling unit. Uh, for me, I'd actually like to see Tom Curran in there as well. I think he's a tremendous bowler and he actually help out their death bowling. Yep. Um, It's probably one area where you can actually exploit them. Yep, definitely. And and maybe Jofre Archer may feel a lot of, you know, hasn't played a lot of 50 over cricket recently. So that's probably one area where if you're an opposition side, you'd probably try and target their back-end
0: bowling. Yep, so I reckon that's one. I reckon they have to score big. I mean, Archer coming in helps because Mm. he can be a genuine spearhead. But their bowling's just steady, isn't it, with Curran, Plunkett, uh Willie who didn't make the squad. Mm. Uh Stokes. Um you know, if they if they only score two seventy, two eighty, yep. um, they are certainly beatable with that bowling line.
1: Certainly beatable, yeah, they are. Uh but again, only, only... I, I can't see him scoring less than three hundred. Yeah. That's the problem. It's gonna yeah. to have to be a green seamer or conditions are gonna to have to be completely favourable for an opposition. They're gonna win eight
0: out of ten games, there's no doubt. They're too good not to. Uh, who's there? I, I, yeah, I asked their MVP. Who's your most important player?
1: I've gone for Jason Roy for those those things you pointed out. That if he has a good tournament, they're not scoring less than three hundred and fifty. Uh, if he bats for any more, he scored one hundred and eighty himself against Aussies. If he sco- if he bats for ten overs with with Bear at the top, uh ah, you're not bowling him out for three fifty, and that's game over. Yeah, I'm going
0: to go with Butler. Um, you know. He scored 150 against the West Indies in February off 77 <laughs> balls, 12 sixes. Uh, but you know, you say that. I think Basty really important. Like, yeah, he he's a run machine and and naturally scores quickly. They they've probably got um their batting's got more guns than than all the teams combined. Unbelievable.
1: Almost. Yes, uh, lot to like about England. Who bowls the last over to close out a game? For me, it's actually. Tom Curran.
0: Yeah, I just... Loopy slower balls than Yorkers.
1: Yeah, I, look, I was fascinated by his success uh, for the Sydney Sixers in the Big Bash League. Fantastic. I thought he was outstanding. I actually enjoyed his batting as well, striking yep. at 150 So I didn't
0: mention him with the batting. Yeah, yeah he strikes at over 100.
1: I, I just, uh, I, I liked his clarity of thought. He was almost like he was one step ahead of uh, the batters in that competition. Can he do it for four or five overs on the bounce? Not 100% sure. But in the last over,
0: he's my man. The one thing for Tom Curran, he wants to bowl the mm. last over. And yeah. and that's half the battle. I'm probably going, and it'll be interesting to see, as you said, with Archer, not playing a lot of 50-over cricket, but there's a lot of games. I would probably go Archer. And, and what about the finisher? Who gets that 18 or 20 off the last over? Butler, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> No doubt. Um, who's their social media self-promoter nominee? Look, who are you uh, looking out for? Yeah,
1: I had a look through... Um, I had a look through their squad actually recently, and there are a fair number of <laughs> there are a fair number of social media self promoters, and they do have a little banter between themselves, which is good uh, team spirit from the Poms But I'm going to go Tom Curran. Uh, you have to go Tom
0: Curran. Yeah, that's that's who I'm thinking.
1: I, I'm thinking that like I had a look through his uh, Insta account. There's a lot of you know, pictures of himself, um, so there's a lot of self promotion there. He actually needs a lift as well because his brother Sam had a, a decent IPL,
0: um, but he was there in the limelight. Those two could do a good karaoke. Mm. You remember the band Bros? Yes, Bros. Yes, I do know Bros. When will I be famous? I can't well, remember
1: the shit that they sung, but I remember that was their horrible. But Tommy, they, yeah, yeah, very long similar locks. looking. They yeah. oh,
0: are ah, correct, and he might be famous as a World Cup winner. Are we thinking they win it? Oh, you've got a couple of nominees. Well, I, look, I'm,
1: I think Tommy Curran will be up there and the social media self-promoted, but I think it'll be a real fight between
0: England and Australia for this tournament. Yep, I've got England um, just in the final mm. already. Um, what about India? bit of World Cup trivia for them. They obviously won it in 1983, an upset against the powerhouse West Indies. Yep. Won at home in 2011. Sachin Tendulkar. A little master scored the most runs in World Cup history. 2,278 runs mm. from Sachin. Slowest innings in World Cup history. It was 1975, Sonny Gavisgar, they were chasing about <laughs> 300 and he scored 30. He might have batted through the innings. Um, also, a little bit of trivia, in 1987, Kapil Dev, the great all-rounder, yeah. generosity cost India a match. In 87, Australian batsman and legend... And now Hall of Famer, Dean Jones. Yes. Hit a ball a ball to the boundary against India. The umpires weren't sure and they called it four. The nearest fielder, Shastri, suggested it was a four. Dino wasn't happy. <laughs> as you Yeah, a bit of an argument. Yeah. And they consulted Kapil Dev and he accepted it was a six. And India went on to lose that game by a match. Right. Yeah. So a little bit of trivia, but good. Generosity, good sportsmanship from Capital Death.
1: Well, they would have won the, uh, definitely the sportsmanship award. That have, they cost, have these but Australia days.
0: went on to win that World Cup too. Well, Dino was happy then.
1: Yes, well, that would happen. Australia would do that now. We wouldn't have done that 10 months ago, but we'd do that as well. Now. We'd do that now. Yeah,
0: for yep. sure. Hold um, well, on, Capital Death. Okay, why does Vrat Coley hold up the trophy at the end of this World Cup? Uh,
1: look, I'm not sure. I think they're just stumbling from favouritism, actually, in my mind, only because Australia look to be getting their stuff together and England looks so strong. Definitely finalists, for sure. Um, I'm just not quite sure they've got a lot of clarity around which actually 11 they're going to pick.
0: Um, Is it worse with the batting than the bowling?
1: I'm just not sure which bin department they're going to go with. Uh, And that's why Hardik Pandya actually's form in the IPO was so important. Um, They're still not sure who's going to bat at number four or number five. So
0: for me, just that... Who who would you go?
1: Well, it looked like it's going to be Vijay Shankar and and maybe Jadev and Dhoni at, at six. But again, just not a hundred. The, the middle order ha- just hasn't performed over history. So I
0: think they need a lot of runs from their top order. You know, Darwin, Rohit Sharma, and Coley. Well, we know they can score big, and, and we know they can. But um, that's not
1: it's not going to get the job done over a full tournament. Um, you need your middle orders to chip in when things go- don't go well. We know Virat's going to be a star uh, in the tournament. He'll kill it. Uh, Rohit Sharma as well. Shikha Darwin's actually an interesting one. As soon as he steps up to any ICC tournament, he absolutely dominates. And he's, yeah. you know, he's had a good record in, in one-day cricket in particular. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, I think maybe they've gone cold on Kuldeep Yadav after a poor IPL. Chahal didn't play a lot leading mm-hmm. in. Jadu was impressive, but there won't be a lot of spin over there. Um, you know, whether
0: Jadev's little orthodox off-cutters can hold up, um... They've I got- don't have any questions about their pace bowling. No. You know, I think, uh, well, Boomer is as good a one-day bowler going around. I think Boobie Kumar will get wickets over in England. Uh, you've got Shammy mm. there as well. So yeah. I-, I think they're fine. Their all rounders really good, you know, Hardik mm. Pandya, and, and, and he answers some questions later on in the innings. But, yep. yeah, that's interesting. Spin and batting, uh, middle-order batting, questions for India? Well, they can hold the trophy, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, they're a
1: superstar team and they've dominated one day cricket and world cricket for the last sort of couple of years. So for me, look, I've gone for the most important person in the team is actually uh, Mandra Singh Dhoni. Uh, I just thought that, um, yeah, the way he batted in Australia was a fraction – Fraction sluggish, uh, and we, he's shown also as well coming to the crease early in IPL. He likes to take his time. Yeah. Um, how much time out of that game he'll take, I'm not sure. So his performances, I reckon, are going to be really important. Uh, I
0: think what plays in the, his hands, he, you know, he, bef- he prefers chasing yeah. to time his run. I think when you get older, um, and also in a, in what should be a run dominated hmm. World Cup, when you're batting first, yeah, you know, how many do you need? Well, the thing That's is, the it's, big question is
1: partnership it? batting as well. So what, what what I sort of viewed was that it actually sort of hindered the progress of Virat and that when he did bat with him, even though they're in trouble, Virat likes to face every ball and get on a roll and continue to be you know momentous. And MSD sort of stunts that a little bit. It's all it's dot 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 you know, one or dot, 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 four. Yeah. It's not a one, 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 four, one, one, two, four. You know, there's not that momentum. So that could be an issue Mm. for them. So if you can eradicate that, I mean, they're flying. They can win the trophy and they're probably favourites up there to do
0: so. It's interesting, you know, Rashad Pant didn't make it, you know, as a backup keeper, but, but as a batsman, See, this is the uh, like thing. a left hand. A really, uh, you know, small grounds. You know, he's just a natural um, stroke player.
1: That's the other thing. They're vulnerable with only Shikha Darwin being their only left-hander in the lineup. Uh, Ravinda Jadeja, if he plays, is down there, but he's going to be down the order. So I would have. Uh, I'm not certain on Vijay Shankar filling that number a lot four of
0: responsibility role. on him.
1: I would have maybe put uh, Kitha Jadav, who's got a pretty good one-day record, up to number four. Um, and put Rishabh Pant at number five. And then you just, you're stringing it with pure match winners, actually. And with Rishabh Pant there, it probably gives the luxury of the MSD to play how he wants to. Yeah. And also Hardik Pandya is a pure match Oof, winner. Six um, in. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look through their list, there's no reason why they shouldn't lift this trophy. Rohit Sharma, match winner. Shikha Dhawan, match winner. Virat Kohli, superstar, match winner. Um, yeah, Vijay Shanker, questionable match winner. I don't
0: think so. No, it's not proven not over proven. a long period but of time. But if you change
1: out the Rishabh Pant, uh, I mean, you know. Well, what I very- like about
0: those first three guys is they score a lot of one-day hundreds, but they also get big hundreds. Yes. So if you're going to score 400, you know Rohit Sharma can get a double hundred. Mm. You know Coley and that can get right up there as well. So um, what about who bowls the last over? Well, Jaspi um, Yeah.
1: I mean, we know that Correct. Um, Sachin Tendulkar and everyone basically knows that he's the best bowler in the world at the moment across all three forms, actually. He's a champion.
0: Who gets him home? 20 off the last over.
1: I would have loved to have said Mahindra Singh Dhoni, but I'm going to have to go for Hatik Pandya yep. these days. Uh, his striking ability in um, IPL was immense and a little bit of change of technique too. Um, from what, what the do, year you, do before. you reckon? Well, he's moving across the off stump, exposing more of the offside, using that slice through backward point, accessing straight through mid wicket, where the year before is actually just more showing a true, uh, orthodox style through the line of the ball. Good on him. Now he's actually just pure, uh, baseball style swinging and he doesn't miss. Yep. So for me, Hardik Pandya gets that one.
0: Well, you might be talking about him up next, although it will be mm. a tough one. The social media self-promoter uh, nominee is the Well, is social the media Indians. self-promoter,
1: it's Firat Kohli himself. There's okay. no doubt he's dominant in that space. In fact, I made some, uh, flippant, Set standards. I made some flippant comment the other day about um, some, uh, some ad he put on. Anyway, I got absolutely tortured by
0: <laughs> everyone. Well, the acne
1: ad, would, oh, would, would it be
0: something that got, um, got, I think we've got Parts I mean, of it here. You can't
1: show I got absolutely slaughtered. There's people Walking talking like my a uh... dude,
0: feeling all cool. You've got to look, look, you're going to rule. Hey, man, you're all set for tonight. Bring the down red, because we're <laughs> says so. But before you step out dear bro, <laughs> that pimple got to go Yeah, well, that's the... Nations cap. Could you imagine AB doing a sort of I can't. Alan Border no, like can't or, see, or Steve Wall? I
1: can't see Steve or AB doing that. So anyway, I made a comment. A- anyway, and what,
0: what happened? Feedback? I, I good.
1: Absolutely got smashed.
0: Okay, so you got for our call is a social media self promoter award. I'm going go to go Pandya. Hardik's pretty good. Isn't he, he loves it. Yeah, absolutely he's good. loves it. Um, and well, where can they finish? They can finish top. Um,
1: they're definitely going to be in the finals. They're way too. They're going to be semi-finals, and it's going to be a 50-50 match again. Um, it's just whether who they come up with against
0: on that semi-final stage. They can get there. They've got good history. Um no, they're yeah. semis for me, and 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 then it's a, it's a bit of a lottery. It's a lottery. Um, yeah. Okay. What about another team? Is going to be right up there. New Zealand trivia. Six times semi-finalists in World Cups. Uh, lost the 2015 final mm. World Cup to Australia, uh, famously for Australians, infamous for New Zealand, that when Mitchell Stark knocked over Brendan McCullum in yep. that first over. That's as loud as I've ever heard the yep. MCG. Uh, Martin Guptill has the highest individual score in World Cup history, yep. 237 against the West Indies Amazing. in 2015. But Bradley Hodge... Why can the Kiwi skipper Kane Williamson be holding up the trophy at the end?
1: Not sure they can,
0: to be honest. Um, Sorry, Kane.
1: Yeah, sorry, Kane. I I just think that I'm not sure they can get past those powerhouses of Australia, India, and and England. Um, But again, they can make the semis again for sure. They're a good unit, pretty well drilled. Uh, They've got some firepower with the batting unit. They've got Mm -hmm. some deep batting. Um, There's no doubt. A little bit concerned about their bowling unit. Just not sure they've got the firepower to actually dislodge. They've got some
0: pace. That's some pace, for sure. But I'm not sure, yeah. It's not
1: sure they've got the talent of uh, the other bowling units. Spins uh, good. Spins good. Just whether how they go about that work, um, you know, whether he's
0: showed he plays every game. Mitchell Satner's there. Well, Satner's he, become he's a really starter. good player, yep, and he's, he's batting as well. He's really good, but surely surely they have to play so do sometimes early in the tournament because the risk. I think wrist spin is going to play a big part in this world.
1: Cup. Well, they have to, I think, but yeah, you know, whether that'll disrupt uh, the way they go about their plans, I think you'll see that most teams want to try and get two spinners into the fray. Um, you know, they've talked about that the conditions are going to be flat. You know, it's going to be good for batting, so you need some variation in your attack. Um saw so Stephen yeah, Smith bowl some overs overnight. Yeah, so. look, if there's no swing, you know, I'm worried about Trent Bolt
0: and um, and Southey in particular. If conditions are favorable, they're as good as any. Yeah, I think Trent Bolt's got a few more tricks than Tim Southey if the ball's not swinging. I think um, Matt Henry's really improved. You know, yes. I think he's a fine bowler. Ferguson gives him some genuine pace. Mm. So you play Ferguson maybe in the middle of, uh, overs and just yeah. bowl quick yeah. and bowl some short balls the experienced batting, you know, Gupta, Williamson and Taylor. Yeah. You know, I expect them to have strong tournaments. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Colin Monroe's gone off a little bit, hasn't mm. he? You know, he's a guy that strikes at about 130. So I think Nichols was opening ahead of him. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're handy players. But, mm. you know, if, if a Munro could get going... Um, you know, that that gives them a, a power hitter yeah, at the Yeah, interesting
1: you say that. I've got him listed as my most important player. For that for that well, reason, that, you yeah. absolutely outline um yeah If they can get him in there. I think they need some match winners, and he's one of them. So he's, he's had a disappointing 12 months, Colin Munro. Uh, hasn't really fired in any sort of tournaments that I've seen. It sort of started,
0: um, you know, the previous IPL, didn't yeah, it? He, yeah. he, just, he was a bit unlucky in the first couple of innings. He might have got run out or and then a dubious decision yeah. and then gone. gone. And then it just seems to have affected his international cricket yeah. as well because, you know, Henry Nichols, very underrated player, has so had a really good um, two years. Yeah, average 37, mm. strike rate 85, which is all good. Yeah. But, you know, Munro's, you know, topping that by a mile if he gets into form. If he's in form, yes, but it doesn't look like he's in any sort of touch at all. So
1: a bit of a concern there, but if they can get him firing up, uh, yeah, they can certainly press a lot of big teams.
0: Yeah. And I think you touched on it. I think generally their game plans are quite, are quite sound. They know mm. their roles. They field well. Mm. Um, so if, if you underrate them, um, They'll get you. Th- they can, they can get you there. Mm. Who's bombed the last over for him? Look,
1: uh, I think I'm with you, actually. I'm going to go Smokey and go Matt Henry. Yep. Um, only because I saw, I wasn't too impressed with Southey and uh, Trent Bolt's final overs in the IPL, even though it's a different format, different tournament.
0: But I like where Henry's at, actually. Henry's 76 wickets in just 45 mm, games. Yeah, it's um, pretty impressive. So he's stuff. going well. What about the finisher? Hit 20 off the last over. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm going for Jimmy Neesham, actually. Definitely. Yeah, I've got some power. Um, he's had a pretty good 12 months as well with his cricket he was out for a while um,
0: got some opportunities and 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 made an impact what about Colin de Grunheim 22 sixes in 21 innings
1: look I I don't know whether that's in uh, New Zealand conditions or not where the grounds are about as small as this back room here yeah Um. he plays at, he's, he's broad shoulder he's broad he's big again he didn't get much access either in the IPL so Form of these guys might be just off the mark, um, but he can whack them for sure. What
0: about social media self-promoter nominee?
1: Well, uh, slightly on the aggressive side, Jimmy Neesham, I yeah. think. Yeah, he fired up during the IPL. Well, so. I hope he doesn't hear this because no. he's going to nail <laughs> he? goes hard. Oh, yeah, he goes hard. So he's in. So, I mean, that's what social media self promotions about, try and be heard, and he was heard. So
0: <laughs> he's on the right track. Okay, where can they finish?
1: Look, they can finish. They, are, they can finish top two if they have a real good run, but I just can't see it. I think they're, uh, you know, maybe sneak into the finals if they have a really good series. But you know, all in all, I think it's going to be a, a tough battle. They're they're, you know, they're,
0: they're a great nation and they perform above where they should. And their history showing that they could make the finals. Yeah, I think they can make the semis, but that would do them. South Africa, bit of trivia. They obviously haven't won the tournament. In 1999, South African players, Hansi Cronje, Alan Donald, used earphones to communicate with their mm. coach. Yeah. Shurav Ganguly found out, and uh, when he saw Cronje speaking to himself <laughs> on the field, he appealed, and the umpires um, told him to withdraw. I think Bob Woolmer was the coach there. Yes. That was a bit of innovation.
1: Look, I think it's actually should happen. 20 actually. years ago, yeah, innovation. Think, uh, 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 I'm not sure why it actually doesn't happen. Um, especially cricket's actually really unique. It's the only Get sport- off,
0: get him off. Yeah, it's the, only-
1: <laughs> it's the only sport actually where the captain takes complete control of the game once you cross that line. Um, I can go into this a lot further having said that captains around the world are actually taking control of a lot more, which yeah. I don't think should happen or can happen. But more it- in T20 cricket. It is Franchise yeah. cricket, yep. Um, but, however, uh, I love this. Um, I don't understand it why it shouldn't happen. If you're a coach and you can actually see that, we, you know, we see you know, in footy, you know, you, the coach
0: sees to get the runner
1: out there, send the message, restructure. Why can't it happen?
0: I don't understand why. I think okay. this is fantastic. I like it. Okay, why can Faf be holding up the trophy uh, at the end of the tournament?
1: I'm sure Faf's got it in him as well to be holding the trophy. Um, I don't think history is on their side. I think if you had someone by the names of ABD parked in the middle order there, then it might happen. Mm. They're a serviceable side, South Africa. Um, they play to their same particular style of plans. Uh, just not sure they're going to be good enough across the course of a ten-game, you know, block yeah. uh, to compete consistently. They'll have a run if they get a good start. You never know, but. Um, a lot's going to weigh on the shoulders of Faf Duplessis and a couple of others. and um,
0: far Quentin few. de Kock gives them, you know, he yeah. he could have an outstanding tournament. He absolutely smashes them at the top.
1: Yeah, well, I've got him in as the most important yep. player because if he has a poor tournament, no, they're, in, real they're in dire trouble. So, you know, again, he sort of sets the tone for their benchmark of what they can actually achieve. You know, you look at South Africa and you go, yeah, you know, they're 270 to 300 units. Yep, can bowl okay. And that's not going to win the tournament, I think. So for me, they're going to have to be really creative. And I think they can use Imran Tahir and power players and that. If you just go through, give their quicks the first 20 overs, then bring the spinner on, I don't think it's going to work. No, Get creative,
0: The the only thing I will say is for for once, they're not one of the favourites. So the expectation is actually decreased. Yep, good point. And how they handle that. Uh, Obviously, Rabat is is, as good a bowler going around yep. um so you know Tahir's in the top 5 mm. one day bowlers so i think i think they've got an attack that can do some damage but yeah that's interesting you bring that up with um if de Kock has a an average tournament you know he he's the one that can get them up to 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 the three i think amlas you know, only going to be you know a steady contributor at best. Faf Bessie's been okay last couple of years, but
1: yeah, there's no one in the late to middle order where you can go, oh, it's a Josh Butler or a Glenn Maxwell that can you know really. Which get- years
0: ago they've always had, haven't they? they Some have. an explo- even a bowling all round, a Klusner and Pollock. They have.
1: And- so well, I mean, whether
0: Morris can fill that role, you know? Um, well, he not- definitely can um, be a dangerous hitter. Yeah but you've probably got to pick him for his bowling first. For sure, definitely. That's an issue. Um, who bowls the last over?
1: Look, I think experienced uh, Dale stain if he's fitting up run, up and running. He's developed some skills, and um, usually if you can give it to someone, give it the experience, but
0: Kingisio um, Rabada, yeah, I'm going Rabada as well. After what I saw in the the other quick too. Like, mm. he's getting a lot of wickets. Like, their yep. pace attack's probably as strong as yeah. anyone. Tahir, genuine wicket-taker. Yep. You know, if they can bat first, post a total. Yeah,
1: it's not sure if sort of a wicket-taker well, in one-day cricket, one cricket. Uh, cricket, Imran Tahir.
0: Who's the social media self-promoter nominee, South Africa?
1: Lungasani Ngidi. Yeah. Yep, he's pretty big on social media. I don't think he's going to stop. And he's been pretty vocal, actually. Um, what sort of stuff? Oh, just telling everyone how good he's going to be and how you know, quick he's going to. you know, He likes getting in there, so he's, and he's got some fashionable things too on the social media. So I'm, we'll be watch watching, out at, watching out for him. I'm um,
0: watching out for him. And so, where can they finish? Look, I think for them, I think it's mid table. Actually, you know, you I've know. got them. I've got them potentially semis, and that's mm. it. Potentially semis for sure. West Indies. They won the first two World Cups, 75 and 79. Bit of trivia. Also, they've got the highest 10th wicket partnership in World Cup history. 71 runs for the last wicket. Who was in that? Tino Best? We're going Andy Roberts and Joel Garner. Well, there you go. Against India in 1983. Big Joel hitting big ones. Amazing. Um, Why can Jason Holder be holding the trophy up?
1: Look, they can hold the trophy up because it's actually just a mixed bag of anything, and I'll say that only because that there's people who have come into this unit which haven't even played for a while. Dre Russ, um, you know Chris Gale. So consistently, consistency might be an issue for them. They've certainly got some match winners that can win it on any given day, so that's a real problem for oppositions. They'd
0: love like a six game,
1: yeah, World they Cup will. because yeah. they could just. Yeah, I don't Get think. Keep going. It's not sure over the course of ten games they're going to be really. They've got really some bashes
0: good. with the bat, though, haven't no, they?
1: I mean, they they got it. I mean, Shai Hope's been in great touch. Uh, well, he's he's
0: a he's a class, class player. player. But uh, you know, Lewis and Lewis um, Hetemeyer,
1: yes. But their form has actually been off. So you know, they've been in the IPL. They've been sitting there doing nothing for two months. So I'm just a little bit concerned that Meyer and Evan Lewis
0: might just struggle a little bit early. That's a Myers hit 36 sixes in 24 yeah. one-day games.
1: But, I mean, that's the thing. They're hitters, aren't they? So yeah. if they're
0: if their game sense – if their hitting's off, their game sense is actually not quite Hope Shire sure, Hope's important, though, because he's not a pure hitter. Mm. Last 12 months, 1,200 runs, average 72, strike rate of 87 and 500. Amazing. So he, he could actually um, have a tournament where we start to put him in, Not you know, not quite at the Williamson Coley and yeah. Smith and Warner, but – it's great to see a young West Indian batsman going about his business. No, like yeah, well, he's probably a bit like Kane
1: Williamson when he first started to get some really serious runs. You know, marginally underrated, goes underneath um, the radar of these other superstars around him. You know, the big hitting, big hitting, talented um, West
0: Indians. Uh, he's more so of a traditional if, player. If he can get big runs, mm. you know, Gale, Lewis, and Co get off a little bit. They do have some awesome. Lower hitters, don't yeah. they? Russell, Brathwaite, and Holder.
1: Yeah, I, it's not sure that uh, it's not sure that Dre Russ can pull it off consistently. I mean, there's going to be times where he's going to be in in the thirtieth over. Um, I mean, he's used and to- fitness too. Yeah, yeah, what do you think about? Yeah, that? fitness is the yeah. big issue. He's had some real issues with his body. We saw him during the IPL where you know he was just sort of getting through a few games. Um, I don't think he can bowl
0: ten overs at all. No, I don't think. I, I think they, he's a batting all rounder mm. in fifty over cricket.
1: So, but for me, Jason Holder looks like a fantastic leader. Um, I really like what he's done with the side. You know, in the last sort of twelve months.
0: And and what and the best side of that is obviously to his performances in yes. the last eighteen months, because yes. you know he was captaining at a young age and and just going. Mm. You know, performance wise. He was a fraction like Cameron
1: White, wasn't he, where he got promoted probably a fraction early and and didn't quite have the performances that back up his leadership qualities. But now, if you can marry up the performances on the field
0: with his leadership, now you've got a great package. And he's still young. Still Um, young. The quicks, you know, they're quite exciting. Um, You know, I don't think they're more genuine wicket-takers than trying to um, dry up batsmen Gabriel Mm. Cottrell Roach. And coach, yeah. so they're, they're exciting to watch, but um, I think in that they need yeah. big, big totals.
1: Yeah, I'm just nervous after watching the island series where they've come from, and and yeah, you know, the Irish were still Good getting after. big big totals, and that is a big concern yeah. because um, don't want to take anything away from the Irish, but they're not the quality of an India. Or uh, Australia or England. But they've
0: played so much cricket lately, Ireland. They do all right in this World Cup. Oh, they
1: do well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they would. They've actually got some quality
0: performers. Um but yeah, and it's a so little the bit quicks concerned. and then spin what's their spins option, no, you know, oh, Ashley Nurse. It's got finger spinners, so
1: you know that that's not gonna hold up in England. Um, you know, unless conditions are absolutely favourable. Uh left arm orthodox actually can do a pretty good
0: job but all in all, it's not going to take wickets. not against the class of this World Cup I think you lineup. need wrist spinners um, who spin the ball both ways yeah. and get um, drop and, o- and overspin. Definitely. So, um, yeah, the ball worry Who's their most important player? Well, I've gone for Chevron Hetemeyer,
1: actually, yep. uh, only because if he can have a good tournament – on the back of shy hope, who I think, like just you, will through. have a good yep. tournament. And if he bats deep, it may allow the likes of Russell and Holder to do some damage at the back end.
0: So but, just back the last ten overs. But if, five he, overs. if he
1: doesn't, if these guys are in early, they're not going to reach three hundred. Yeah,
0: I, I had I had uh, Jason Holder, the captain, you know, steady bowler, yeah, getting wickets. But he bats at seven and eight, but he mm. averages thirty at a strike rate of ninety five, hits yeah. a lot of sixes, so. Um, uh, who closes out the innings? This is a concern, but it's a concern. It's going to have to be Dre Russ for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean with the ball? With the ball. Oh, with the ball. I've gone Kumar Roach. Um, yeah, you know he can get. He's one. He's got the he's experience. Pretty good. At he's least. got
1: some experience. He can
0: execute. A but yeah, who hits twenty off the last? Oh, well, Dray
1: Russ. He hits twenty <laughs> off. He hits twenty off
0: three balls. Fourteen matches in the IPL. <laughs> Fourteen matches in the IPL. Guess how many sixes. Oh, who knows? 60. 52. <laughs> so Dre Russ there. Yep. Um, well, this is going to be tough. This this is really competitive. Yep. Who's the social media self promoter yep. nominee for the West Indies?
1: Well, I've actually... What? who's not?
0: Is after, it better to say who's okay, not? Okay,
1: so after analysing, I had Dre Russ and the Universal boss <laughs> yeah, equally at the top. But then I've actually got in brackets actually the whole team. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're, they're, I don't think... So follow the whole West Indian squad <laughs> yep. on Twitter, please. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and where can they finish?
1: Oh, look, I think they'll be happy if they make a, a semi-final. I think it's improbable. Um, I think they'll surprise a few teams. Yep.
0: But I think they'll probably max out at maybe five wins for the tournament. Yeah, I, I still think they can win enough to make the semi and, mm. and not um, go on to win it. Uh, a former winning team, Pakistan. Yep. 1992, Imran Khan leading them to that famous victory against England where you went and you got uh, sledged by an English fan. Yep. Um, why can they hold up the trophy?
1: Look, they can hold up the trophy because they're actually uh, so randomly good when they want to be. Um, they, they've got a talented bowling unit. They have, and their performances have been actually pretty crappy. So leading, into I don't think it. they've won a one day game this nah, year. They've been horribly, <laughs> horribly crappy, um, and that's why they can actually lift the trophy <laughs> because um, they've actually got no form to actually show. And then if you, you know, if you Mickey Arthur, you can sail well, expectations. Oh, they, are not they'd there. be a hard team to plan against. Hard team to plan, and they always have been because they've, they've just got their form has actually. It's, there's no form. There's no form. If you're a, if you're a gambling man picking the, this as a racehorse, you'd say they have to finish last because yep. their form is rubbish. Um, but they can win it, <laughs> which is weird because we, that's Pakistan, because we know if their if gun players show up, they're dangerous.
0: So, so the you know, top three batsmen mm. can certainly bat. Baba Azam yep. is, is, you know, yep.
1: excellent. My my son's favourite player. Fucker Sama. Zaman. Yep. He, but a,
0: he, he oh But he's he a him and he gets centuries. I don't know how he does it, this fucker. But, but he, he just delivers. He's an unbelievable fucker. Yeah. Fucker. Zaman. He's an unbelievable <laughs> Zaman. Um and Imam al Yep. The nephew of Inzi. Yep. He's punching I think he's punched out about six hundreds as well. Those yep. three had big tournaments. Mm. They score quickly, so 300. Yep. And then there's a bit of experience, Shaw like Malik and mm. Muhammad Afiz yep. and, and all that. Um, spins, not bad. Not bad. Shadab Khan. Yep. Um, Imad Wasm, you know, yes. clever. Yes. And Cabal in the first 10 overs. Mm. And Shaw Malik can do a little bit there. They're quicks, probably there's not an established, you know, they've put way and Mo Amir into the squad late, but the worry for me is while well, they weren't in the first place. Yes. The, that I don't think they're going that well, but they've done it before those two mm. and been excellent international bowlers. But I, I think there's, compared to the pace battery that they normally have, this one's not quite there.
1: Not there. If they can somehow find some PSL form, uh, they'll do well. But I'm not sure over the course of 50 overs. Which is
0: generally a bowler dominated comp, the the uh, PSL. Look. Fielding's no
1: good. Well, it's funny because no, it's no good generally over a longer period. But as Dean Jones tells us that the, the fielding in Pakistan Super League is actually the best in the world. Yep. So as I said, if I can, if I can focus on those little things and they can actually have an impact. I'm just not sure they've got enough match winners across the board. To be able
0: to pull this tournament off. What uh, most important player?
1: Most important player, Imad, Imad Wazim. Yep. And I'm only going to say this because I'm not sure they're going how they're going to structure their unit, but I think that they actually need to use him as New Zealand did, uh, like Six Pack Patel yeah. opened the bowling yep. and bowled 10. It does a lot in T20. Bowled cricket. 10 straight at the start. Ah. I think he can do this if you get the right matchup. Left arm orthodox. Yeah, I think yep. he's, he can trouble. Um, so, for me, if he has a good tournament, that can actually pull off some serious upsets.
0: Yeah, I've gone Babur Azam. He's averaging over 50 in one day cricket. He's mm. p- probably the most consistent batsman there. Yep. I-, I reckon he's a really good player. Who bowls the last over?
1: <sighs> I'm going to have to say Wahab Riaz,
0: only through experience. And to me, there's no
1: form to actually suggest that anyone's going to step up. And yeah, I'm going
0: to go Harris Sahail. You know, I think mm. he was. Man of the play of the tournament and yep. the champion trophy over there. Bit yep. of Waka Yunus about him. Yep. Uh, uh, he wants it. Big celebrator. So I like him getting wickets. It's just So just intent-wise, yep. I like the way that Sahal goes about it. Uh, who gets them home? I don't think they're great with their finishing. i will probably say uh,
1: Shoa Malik. Yep. No other reason other than experience. Yeah, I've
0: gone. uh, The other one was Safraz Ahmed, the skipper. I I think he can, but I think he'll bat up a bit high. But if we needed 20, he's one of the more aggressive players. They don't, they're, they're, Muhammad Amir's not a bad bat, but they're not, they're not. They're going to struggle to find someone to get 20. It's not Jason Holder at number eight, is it? No. Um, Who's your social media self promoter? Well, he's know? been reselected
1: again. I- I'm expecting him to have a big tournament. That's Wahab Riaz. Yeah, he's pretty good with uh, getting himself out there. Yeah, he had a bit of
0: banter. Who do you have banter with? Um, was it during the P- PSL? Was well, It, it uh, wasn't Watto, was it?
1: No, it was, I'm not sure who it was, but he's pretty good at... Uh, well,
0: Dan Christian,
1: maybe. Maybe, maybe. But we want to see a
0: little bit more of that activity from Wahab. So I've got one. to. Can you please keep your eye yep. on? He's not playing. Yeah. But he's the Pakistan chairman of selection. (laughs) Inzaman Al Haq. Yeah. And if you think he's running between the wickets was unpredictable, he's tweets. Right. Yeah. There's some random stuff there. Um, I wouldn't have thought so when I was playing against Inzi, but follow him. Well, for those that
1: actually, um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to let your Tara actually follow Twitter. I've actually given myself a little bit of a ban. Oh, okay. So I'm only on Instagram for the moment. So
0: it's just so a, can you tell us why or is well it just- why? Because well,
1: after I said that you know people do anything for money, I actually should have said that the producers actually make it do ah. anything for money. So it's the, the interpretation of what you actually throw out there. Yes, the tone. It's interesting. Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I'll give myself a little, little a little okay. snap. You know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, the, um, I'm, up, I'm out there. So I thought, you know, I was actually getting sick of reading about how people wanted to torture my family. So. Yeah,
0: but anyway, you know, okay. I'll
1: come back big and better. You know, I'm not one to lie down. But it's just a little bit of a ban for just a little, bit. A little bit of a. You watch, I'm going to come out. A self imposed I'm going to go band. and have. I'm going to go, go and have uh, eight weeks with Danny Green. Yeah. And fucking watch out. I'll yeah.
0: Get him. Is he good on Twitter? Is he? No, but he's good at boxing. <laughs> okay, geez, I led you into that beautifully. Uh, where are they going to finish, Pakistan? Pakistan, anywhere from first to last. <laughs> and
1: I think more down the bottom, I think Pakistan probably uh, fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth, I think.
0: Yeah, I unfortunately don't have Pakistan making the semis. Bangladesh, um, why will Mashraf Mortaza be holding up? the trophy for Bangladesh?
1: Uh, he won't be. <laughs> um, that's the bottom line. Uh, he can be certainly be competitive. Um, they're a pretty good unit, actually, and they've got some nice form. Um, they're playing some pretty good cricket. Uh, I'm only saying that because they won that tournament against yep. Ireland and the West Indies, so I wouldn't say it's fantastic I think they're still a team.
0: As long as you don't, if you respect them, um, you, you should beat them, but if you underestimate them, they've they've got enough uh, particularly with their batting mm. handy players, I think.
1: Yeah, it's just more their bowling, isn't it? The, the, I just don't think they've got the artillery artillery to win this tournament. So no. the batting certainly has. Their batting's as good as any unit when they to, fire to on me the To make
0: bowl up the top. Timum as uh, his quality quality. Shaki player. Um who else have we got there? Ramen, yeah, uh, uh, Mushrafiq
1: Mush as well. Mamadoula is a fantastic um, all-rounder now.
0: Saka. there's, there's, there's enough to to score runs. Yeah, um, but I, but even their spinners, you yeah. know, I don't. There's no quality wrist spinner, is there? No, like Shakib's still the best bowler. They don't breed they wrist might spinners be the best in
1: Bangladesh. They breed well, finger spinners. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's unbelievable. When I actually
1: played the Bangladesh Premier League. I played in a side. Who'd you play for? I played for the Barosol Burners. Yep. And they, What was their
0: mascot?
1: Oh no, it was some fire or flame type thing, I've no idea. It should have been a mosquito. <laughs> but that's pretty much what Bangladesh has every day. Aye, actually. Aye? I got bitten twenty six times, man, by mosquitoes. Yeah, well why
0: didn't you take precautions over there? Oh, I don't know. Take
1: anyway a coil. Anyway, okay. back to uh, Bangladesh. Um four left arm orthodox spinners there was Shakib,
0: there was Razak. They're actually very good Nightmare. So to face in their conditions.
1: Yes. Uh, look, I think they're a pretty good fifty over side and twenty twenty side. You condense the game, the better they are.
0: Um who's their most important
1: player? Tammy Mikbal. Okay. Uh him and Mushafi Mutaza. I only say Mushafi only because if he can make an inroads with some swing early and get a couple of wickets out. They're a dangerous unit. They don't get any wickets early. They're in trouble. And the flip side of that with Tumim as well. If he gets them off to a good start, if he can get some hundreds, they'll
0: post some good totals. Yeah, I've gone Shaq. Career, 5,600 runs at 36, 249 wickets at 29. Yeah. So that's why he's the number one all-rounder in the world.
1: Yeah, I just want to see him step up, actually, in a big tournament. I think he's
0: been batting three.
1: Well, this is the chance for me to get hundreds. Get out there and show true talent instead of that sort of uh, halfway mark. A 30, yeah. 40 and, yeah. a, and a 1 yeah. for 45. Get in there. And if you want to be a superstar, yeah. go yeah. and do what Virat does. Get 100, 100, 100, 30, 40, 50, 100. That's what chant is And you is get TV
0: too. ads too. And you do. That's the, And you get piles of money. Hey, who's closing out the last over? Musrafi It's the fizz. Oh. Get the... What I about, the, about fizz? the
1: fizz? Yeah, actually, you've, you've trumped me. I forgot about the fizz. I'm going on the
0: fizz um, yeah. because uh, he can close it out. He can bowl all these different can. variations. He can. he can bowl yorkers. So get on the fizz to close it out. Uh, what about the, the finisher?
1: Finisher, I've got uh, Mushrafi Rahim. Okay. Uh, only because he's so level-headed in a calm situation. He's, he's, he's experienced. He's similar to their Mahendra Singh Dhoni that when things just
0: sort of get out of
1: hand, he can just bring it back into play. He's a quality
0: player. I've got a youngster, Mozadek Hussain, against the West Indies, 52 not out of 27 balls. I did, I did see sixes. this,
1: and what he did, he absolutely planted the left-arm orthodox. So the game was in the balance, and West Indies took a punt and brought this left-arm orthodox no. on, and he actually first ball stepped in line, reverse hit it for six. And then the next one he sort of jammed in to his pads and he no, stepped yeah. away, hit it over, covered for six, and he tonked the next one over mid-off for six.
0: Mazadek, I like where you're going there. Okay, social media self-promoter nominee. Yeah, there's not many better than Nick Bull, actually. What what sort of stuff? Oh, I don't he's, think i follow. He's
1: it's brilliant. He's actually fantastic the way he gets himself out. They have a follow. Um, it's almost cutting edge. Um I'm going to follow him. Yeah, I think he's he's modelled himself for sure on uh, Virat Kohli, not not that big, of course, Exciting. and not that legendary. But no, but just um, the tone, the general tone. Look, I, look, he's an interesting guy. I, I did uh, spend a bit of time with him. Is and he, he gets out there, shows some style. Yeah, you know, he's he's pretty cool. Actually,
0: he's a cool customer, a cool tweeter. Mm. Okay, uh, Afghanistan. This is their second World Cup campaign. Why can they be holding up the trophy at the end?
1: Uh, the Ken probably not holding it up they can certainly surprise a lot of teams and get to the final I think their batting's quite good now um, but the one thing they can do is they can lift the trophy if their spin department has a blinder correct and they can certainly do it and if you get them into a semi-final and you've got to face Mujib Nabi Rashid Khan on favorable conditions Yeah, but that's
0: 30 overs. That's 30 of the 50 gone.
1: Yeah, and not many teams are actually good against spin. So that's why they can actually lift the
0: title. Yep, I agree. Um, Batting-wise, can they get scores over 300? That might be a little bit of a a problem there. has had the wicket-keeper. You love him, don't you? Absolutely. Not doing too many beep tests, but his strike rate's 88. Yep. He doesn't mind a bit of a helicopter there. Ramad Shah, he's steady. He's got four hundreds, but a mm. strike rate of seventy. Yeah, so he's going to bat through. Nabi's obviously dangerous with with, with the bat. Yep. Um, bit of pace from Zandran. The ball's a bit like Waka Yunus. Yes, he does. So, yep. so there's ten overs. So oh, I mm. agree. Their bowling's not too bad. Um, experience in England probably hurts them, and, and and I think the just the the batting um, big mm. score yep um, factor. Uh, you're probably going to. I will probably know what you're going to do here. Most important player?
1: You probably guessed the wrong way, actually. Ooh, yeah. I've actually gone for Mujib instead of a Rashid Khan. Yep. Only because we know what Rashid Khan will and actually deliver. he'll do deliver. Well. So I'm saying if, he actually, if Mujib can actually match uh, Rashid Khan, then you've got 20 overs of impact. So that's why I'm saying... And Mujib will bowl in the first 10. So if he can actually dislodge two or three in the power play and let Rashid do his stuff in the middle...
0: That's why they're going to be dangerous. Well I, well, I like your take on that because basically Rashad Khan, you know, in his career, he's basically taken two for 40 every game, yes. right? So that was great 20 years ago. Mm. Two for 40 now is off the rails. Yeah. We're 300, is mm. the code. So if Brilliant. Majib's getting two, for, there's four for 80 off 20. Yeah. Um, they're going a long way there. Uh, who closes it out? Do, you, do, do, do they close? Twenty? Would you don't bowl know spin? Would Odashi. it be majib or Nabi? Yeah. Um, or Zadran? You know the the, the the pace bowler. Well, the
1: only other one I can think of is Hamid Hassan, who's a express pace bowler as well. Who's just come back in from injury. A little, a little bit like Zadran, good pace. Wears a headband. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right.
0: So I don't know what his skills are well, like. We'll at probably the see as they, after the first couple of games what Yeah, their it's are. probably
1: going to be more spin, I think. Oh, it's their strength. So, yeah, if they can close it out through spin, I reckon they'll, they've done really well. And
0: uh, who who hits 20 off the last over to win? For me, it has to be Muhammad Nabi. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've seen him for the Renegades and, and seen him in IPL do particularly well.
0: So he's got some firepower. And he's got some experience as well. Uh, uh, this is a bit like Bangladesh. Uh, what about a youngster, Hazratala Zaza? He hit 162 against Ireland to win a T20 game. <laughs> Long bombs in the leg side. Anyone that can do that, yeah. I want to watch. Yes. Uh, social media, self-promoter nominee. I've gone for it. Look, I've gone for Shakir Balasan.
1: Oh, sorry, Bangladesh. wrong team. Sorry, no, uh, Hamid Hassan.
0: Okay, what's so, he
1: providing? Well, look, I've gone for Hamid only because he's out there with that headband and oh. stuff. And uh, yeah. I think that he's only been brought back into the team. He's, a, he's, a, he's an extrovert. Yeah. I think he'll, he will not miss this opportunity to fire away. Well, I'm
0: going to start some, following yeah, him because yeah. Rashid Khan will be prolific.
1: He'll be, he'll be there in the next And thereabouts. Lovely. He'll be there's lovely, there's not and too and much self
0: promotion. It's more just genuine. I think you see this as an opportunity. Yeah, we want more promotion. Yes. Okay, so the last to, team. Sorry
1: to Shakib, Hamid Hassan. Oh, time.
0: yeah, and where can they finish?
1: <sighs> Look, I'd love to see them make a semi final. Yeah. I think they've actually got some talent to do so. Whether they can do it over 10 games or not, I'm not sure, because I think teams have actually planned pretty well. Um, but they'll certainly win a few matches. There's definitely there's no the doubt. spin
0: threat's massive. Mm. I think they'll just miss out on the semis. Yep. Sri Lanka, they obviously won the 1996 World Cup final. Mm. Bit of trivia. The last ball of the 2011 World Cup uh, final was bowled by Kula Saker. Yes. Remember the yeah, Saker, uh, good little yeah. good um, medium pace? They had a fantastic tournament, I think. The though. first ball of the following World Cup, 2015, Kula Saker bowled the first ball of that. Right. So is that consecutive balls? Could he've got a hat trick? But over four Is he, years, yeah, yeah. Was what? that consecutive balls? Four <laughs> years. What's what's the timeline on that? Um, Not sure. And another one, um, uh, the great man Kuma Sangakara, four consecutive hundreds in the two thousand and fifteen tournament.
1: Yeah, what a player! I think he was listed in ESPNs, Cricket Info, you
0: know, top eleven. You know, Unfortunately for me, it's yes. those type of names that are missing from the yeah. Sri Lankan team. Yeah,
1: I went and through the Sri Lankan 11. Dimith Karuna
0: I... Ratney, how can he hold up the World Cup trophy? <laughs>
1: I didn't even know he was captain, to
0: be honest. Though. Oh, I don't think... He, he hasn't played a one-day game <laughs> for four years. Well,
1: in, in terms of the turnover which Sri Lanka's had, if he actually survives the 10 games, it'll be a miracle. They might have a new one
0: by game two. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. So
1: there could be anyone in that 15 to hold up the trophy. So if he gets to hold up the trophy, it's been a remarkable performance.
0: Um, but so I'll... strengths, oh, I can't, I'm can't. i really battling with Sri Lanka. I, I think they can no. almost finish last. Um Class bats: Angelo Matthews, Kuzil uh, Mendes. Yeah. Um, you know, Malinga. You know, has he got one more really big tournament in him? No. Um, Lakmal with the ball. Mm. You know, swings around the first ten overs. Um, you know, normally spin big factor. I'm not seeing that. Not with much. Sri Lanka there's here. There's some part time spin there. There's Jipa Mendes There's. The, I mean, there's. And then the- even the captaincy issue. You know, the swapping around there, the drama. Yes. Um, you know, Dick Waller, why isn't he there? He no, absolutely
1: belts him. No um, idea. So he's got picked up for St. Lucia Stars, I think, in CPL draft. Yeah, he'll, he'll do a good job. Quality player. Not sure. There's look, uh, unfortunately for the Sri Lankan fans, there's not a lot to like about the future of um their success in this tournament. I think the closest they'll get to holding up the cup is in the promotional week leading up to the tournament. Oh, it could be any day now. Uh, it could be any day. The captains get there and hold um, it up. You see them holding up, and I think that'll be the closest thing that they'll get. Um, most important player for me, yeah. the only person I could come up with was Lassith Malinga. Okay. Uh, I really didn't think there was anyone else that is going to have a massive impact. Uh, if he manages to pull... The tournament of his life out of his backside. Then yeah. there a chance to win that. Otherwise, uh,
0: no chance. No, he's, and he's been such a great World Cup yep. bowler as well. Forty-three wickets in only twenty-two games. Got that no. famous double hat trick against South Africa. Um, and I've got him closing out the innings. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and who finishes for them? Who bangs them?
1: No idea. I actually don't know. There's no form at all to suggest that anyone can I'll actually... I'll just predict um, Angelo Matthews. Angelo Matthews. There you go. I mean, he's, he's been in and
0: been out of the side. So but lately has, yes, yeah. Confidence has got to be down. But if he can get 20 off and over, then good on him. Social media self-promoter nominee for the Sri Lankans yep.
1: Um, I've gone for absolutely randomness along with their unit, batting unit and bowling unit. Jeffrey van der Sey. I've,
0: I've, uh, what?
1: That's his name, Jeffrey Van der really? So he's in the Sri Lankan squad. Okay. Uh, and I've I've gone for him because no other reason that I love his name, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Because it's it's not it's not Mahela, it's not Guma Sangakara, it's not what we know, it's not Aravinda, it's Jeffrey. So who's it name? it's not Jeff Boycott? No, no. We don't want it. It's him. Jeffrey Van Okay. And I'm sure he's he's talented, he's got some skills in cricket, but I reckon he'll use this opportunity yeah. to get himself out there. This is his chance to shine. If Sri Lanka have a poor performance on the field, Geoffrey is going to shine off it. You watch this, maybe, space.
0: maybe the social media self promoter. The, the award. Mm. Actually, we should have an award. Um, where are they going to finish?
1: I think they'll finish bottom, actually, Sri Lanka. Uh, this is going to put a dagger through the hearts of the Sri Lankan supporters. And I know there's a lot of Sri Lankan community here in Australia and Melbourne in particular, but. They're not going
0: to enjoy a good World Cup. No, no, I agree with that. Okay, we've gone through the teams. Just quickly, top five run scorers, top five uh, wicket takers. I'll have got. go quickly with batting. I've gone Coley. Yes, for sure. Um, I've gone Warner for Australia. Williamson. I've gone Bairstow, opening up for mm. England. I, I've Generally, try to go opening batsman, and then my little ruffy was show hopes for uh, hope for the uh, West Indies. Yeah, No, look, I can't
1: dispute any of those top five. I'm not sure you'll uh, you'll see him in all top five. I think you'll see a few other people venture into that unit. For me, I can't go past Shikadaw actually as well yep. to chuck in there. Um, I think that uh, Aaron Finch will have a particularly good tournament. Uh, for me, Tammy Mikkelsen. You know, it's
0: all about success as well. As so you no, gen- said, if South Africa could go deep, yeah. well, Quentin de Kock would have had He'll to score a lot of so, runs. You
1: know, generally, however your team rolls, whether you're featuring that top five unit or not, but um, yeah, it's going to be you. Mo- you'll see, I think a lot of runs from the top four batsmen in particular in this in this World Cup. So top
0: five with the ball, and surprisingly enough, for a. We think spin will play a big part mm. there. I've gone with four quicks, but I've gone um, Bumrah, Yep, Rabada, Cummins, Jofra Archer ahead of Rashid Khan. Mm. And sorry, and Rashid Khan. Yep. I meant uh, instead of Adil Rashid. Um, so just the one spinner, but guys, I think that my bowl at um, the bookends.
1: Yep. Well, it's going to look that way, isn't it? So you've got to probably add up in. With, with, with these particular stats, with the ball, you've probably got to look at what's affected the game. So, yeah, you know, these statistics are actually interesting. This to, is just wickets.
0: Yeah. But, but we know that's not always yeah. – that's not ta- – economy rates and – Correct.
1: So whether you get, you know, two cheap wickets in the last two overs, you know, who knows. Uh, look, I'd love to let, – let's do some analysis at the I'll, end of this – I'll come up with a calculation of economy most, rate and strike yeah. rate – who impacts the game in certain yeah. particular time, Like what uh, Wasim did in yes. that 1992 World Cup. He won the game in two
0: balls. There you go. So that's sort Probably of. Probably didn't take the most wickets, but guess no, what? No doubt. He, he won was the, the game. most influential bowler. Correct. Uh, so so who wins it? I think we've all gone through that. So my semis, uh, sorry, my finalists, uh, Australia, India, and England. Yep. There'll be two out of those three. I will go England and Australia, with hopefully Australia winning.
1: Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, dispute that at all. I think the hard thing is, is once you get into a 50-50 contest, um, I was a little bit interested in what Dino said about, you know, the finals. After playing 10 games, I think the final actually should be the best out of three. Yeah. Uh, instead of just a, a once-off smack bang, you're out of there. Um, if you finish first or second or first in your group or whatever it works, I think you should get a second chance. Um, I like that fact in the IPL. Uh, I
0: like that. So, do you stretch. have a top five, would you?
1: Oh, I don't know how you actually work, mate. Look, I'm not. Maybe the, oh, I like, maybe to be the honest, top two the, have a shootout. I like to the go suddenness
0: straight. of um, just mm, a knockout. Cutthroat, right? yeah. Because um, you're. Yeah. But. sort
1: of nullifies the, the point of having 10 games at the start, yeah. though. So, there's no clear result for actually finishing. It fi- doesn't matter if you finish first or, yeah. or second
0: in your group. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no benefit, Okay, I guess. we'll look at that for the next one. Mm. Okay, the, uh, time for the segment why the superstar celebrities are not tweeting Instagram, all that as much as they used to because Bradley Hodge, your little segment, Social Media Self-Promoter Award, Ew. who have you got in the gun?
1: Actually, I, well, I've got myself in the gun, but actually I'm going to have to... I've actually, believe it or not, picked up the wrong piece of paper and I've left all my things at home. <laughs> so that's not a good sign. So sorry for my um, problematic uh, social self-promoter board. Let me do this and I'll double it up next time. Um, as I said, I switched it off after last week, but I did have them all written down. I've actually brought the wrong
0: sheet. Okay, well, we've, we've put the social media on nominees so we'll be doing a mid um tournament biology report. Yes. So get a couple of mm. ones from the ones that you've nominated yep. and a couple of ones there. Um, oh, okay. Retro book review. I because it was a World Cup theme, I had yes. to choose between Steve War, just called the World Cup Diary. Steve. Is this um, one
1: of seventy-eight? This is one Diary? of
0: 180. Right, okay. And then for the ninety-nine world cup yep. he actually changed the tie. he had no regrets so everything gonna do right. but i'm gonna go with the 96 one yes and um one thing i, I still can't believe steve wall had enough time to write everything at night he's taking photos you know when uh kenya kenya beat the west indies in really? this world cup wow. yeah got paul adams oh, you the know the frog, frog in the blender. blender brilliant um, got Glenn McGrath riding bikes around here But I'm just going to go to Kids, if you could just go to page 137 Steve Waugh, World Cup Diary 1996 Quarterfinal, Australia, New Zealand in Madras um, Our team was unchanged, said Steve uh, the New Zealanders injured to key bowlers, Danny Morrison, Gav Larson. Gavin Larson, yeah. Yeah, about 120, mm. just in-swingers there. Yeah, that is uh, Capacity crowd. After three overs, we're going okay. New Zealand batting first, the two for 26. And then uh, Chris Harris come out at number four. Bit of oh. a surprise. Oh, yes. And Chris Harris and Jamon, uh, Lee Jamont, who's now the CEO of New South Wales Cricket. Mm. He was the captain of New Zealand He gets 100
1: there. from memory, Harris.
0: Um, Harris probably wouldn't have played for the injury to Larson, so just a little dig at Chris Harris there from Steve <laughs> War. Um, Lee Jamon finally out for a brilliant 80, but we couldn't dislodge Harris, whose performance mm. was assuming fine cotton status. Now, for those who don't know fine cotton, it was a poorly performed racehorse who suddenly emerged in 1984 to land one of the biggest betting plungers in racing history. Only trouble was Fine Cotton that raced that day wasn't Fine Cotton, Bradley, but the much more better credentialed, <laughs> bold personality. No so they way. swapped horses. They did. No way. So when they found out, obviously Fine Cotton was disqualified. And then obviously that was is not. Steve was suggesting that Martin Crow was batting in Chris and Harris's jumper? I didn't think about that, but he sort of is, yes, isn't he? he is. But do you notice that's the second little dig at Chris Harris? Um, if only we could have worked out who this who this Chris Harris really <laughs> was. So he's smashing him, he's isn't he? He's smashing him. Um, good luck to him, though. And he continued to play the innings of his life until he was out for an outstanding 130. I
1: told you he got 130. I didn't know, I just remembered that. Imagine.
0: Now, a little story behind that was team meeting the night before. We're going through their team. Yeah. So they've got Astle, you know. Mm-hmm. Really good plus, yeah, smokes. Yeah, let's yeah you know, uh, bounce up wide corridor. A uh, guy called uh, Spearman. You know? yeah, 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 nice Spearman, cover driver there, Stephen Fleming, yep. classy number three. Yep. Uh, Chris Cans mm-hmm. another power hitter. Yep. So we got to Chris Harris at about number eight, and Steve War said, "Mate, I'm sick of talking about this boat. <laughs> Played him fifteen times. He's never got to twenty. Move on." Yeah. So the next day, walks out at four, and I'm telling you. It's the greatest 100. He, he, he just submerged into Brian Lara and Gary Sobers mm. for this day. Yeah. And he, he was hitting Glenn McGrath onto, onto the um, roof Amazing. in Madras, the greatest 130 of time. And every four or six that went, you could see Steve he <laughs> just shaking his head like this. But that was the karma bus because yes. we didn't talk about Chris Harris because Steve will, and I just noted rereading this, mm. there's just a couple of little takes there. But we won that and got into the semi. Did
1: you ever point out that this may be an opportunity for you to be promoted from number nine up to number four at any stage, that, Steve, this is a good example where you
0: could sneak under the radar of the opposition? So, team meeting the night before. Um, it was thrown around about a pinch hitter because Craig McDermott did it in the 1987 final. Yes. So I'm there, and guess what? As I said, I'm an underrated, I just want to be unassuming, <laughs> but I'm a little out swingers and you know, field at fine leg. Don't disturb anyway. Yeah. Get a couple of wickets like this. So at team meetings, I don't contribute. I'm just there. I'm waiting for it to finish to have something eat like this.
1: Yeah.
0: And then pinch hitter got thrown around, right? Ooh. Now, my tr- batting at training basically was – uh, when I faced the spinners, I imagine, just slogged them. Imagine how good you would have been in, in those conditions. Yeah, but this is 96 um, Fleming. I'm mm. not chipping at this oh, stage. Okay. I'm not Smacking. wise. Oh. So when Mark War's bowling or, or Bob Simpson's throwing I'm just smashing them, right? Yeah. But I'm probably getting caught every second hit. Ah. But Junior gets it into his head, right? Flem can play spin really well. <laughs> so they're saying pinch hitters. He actually mentions it here. It's funny you brought this up. He's gone, pinch hitters. Shane Warne maybe a rifle, even a Fleming. But you know who it was? They've gone worn, they've gone rifle. Then Junior gives it that, hey, don't forget about Flem. Flem plays the spinners really well. And my heart started going, <laughs> don't send me out in a World yeah, Cup yeah, quarterfinal. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So Warney went out, so I was relieved. Warney actually smashed 24 or 15 balls. Brilliant. To actually help get a sign. Did
1: Warney in the team meeting go, I off not Junior. I'm better than Fleming. I'll aren't? do that.
0: I don't know. I just remember, please don't send me out. In a World Cup quarterfinal, what with a pinch missed opportunity
1: hit. in life.
0: No, no we would have lost that game, this, me batting this, four.
1: This, you would have got, a, this is dizzy. No. this is Bangladesh. No, this is dizzy in Bangladesh. No, you could have got 150 of 72
0: rocks. No, I'd walk out number four and I'd be two off 10 or stump first ball. There's no other scenario. <laughs> but it's funny you did bring that up, but we got home. And Steve Warren and Stuart Law got us home, but the World Cup diary, Steve Waugh. It priced at twenty four ninety five yep. from Demix. If you got the, this is nineteen ninety six. If you got this for less than a thousand nine hundred ninety six these days, mm. that's a bargain.
1: It's that's a bargain for sure. And if I mean, if you actually, because it's a World Cup special for a thousand,
0: that's a bargain. And I tell you what, I'm going to do. If you buy it, I'm going to get Chris Harris to sign it. Yeah, and say get stuff Steve Wall. Good luck, I'll Steve Wall. If, if that's worth a thousand bucks, he's got nine hundred of them. Yeah,
1: no wonder he's
0: low. I still can't believe Tugger. What? A legendary cricketer, captain, yeah. he wrote all that himself. When? Handwritten. Tell me when At he At the was end doing of the that. day's play and stuff, and he's taken photos. That's an, uh, and they're actually a good read. I haven't read it, I must admit. Um, it should have done one in 2007. <laughs> hey, that's it for the biology Report World Cup um, preview. Um, thanks to our listeners too. You know we didn't release anything for a month. Yes. 20% of our listeners in that month from America...
1: Yeah, well,
0: that's because you, you flew over to America and listened to yourself all the time. Do you reckon that's yeah, what... I reckon a, you... Are, <laughs> are you on to me? <laughs> I
1: reckon you went over to holidays and listened to yourself. And
0: yesterday we had one listener from Bristol in the UK, and I'm thinking, I only know one person who lives in Bristol, the freak, Ian Harvey. Ian Harvey. Would Hans have just
1: had a little bit of a listen? Well, I hope so. Um, I hope so, the freak. He was out. part of the World
0: Cup. 2003 yeah, look, campaign. tremendous
1: player, had some hardship lately. So, I hope he's going good. And if uh, we can lift his spirits through the Biology Report, we go love, we love
0: um And also, we're going to do a mid tournament Biology Report. Yes. Bit of a wrap up there. Get your social media going. Yeah, we'll do. And we're going to finish. One of the highlights of the 1999 World Cup was the ECB uh, went to the Eurythmics um, songwriter and guitarist, Dave. Um, Oh, God, I've just forgot his name there. Dave Stewart. And they wanted him to write a theme song for uh, the World Cup. Right. Um, he did write it. He released it just after the uh, group stages about England doing really well. not um, Unfortunately, England were already out of the tournament <laughs> when it got released. And I reckon they got themselves out of the tournament because they didn't want to listen to this song. But to finish out the biology report, thanks very much, Bradley Hodge. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Let's have a listen. Everybody, everybody, all over the world. The, best, the, everybody,
1: everybody, all over the world. Like we said, time and
0: time. The sun is up, the sky is red, no gray clouds inside your head. The air is full of